Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock Podcast. I am so glad you are with me this week. I have a new guest on. Her name is Alicia Hutchinson, and you guys are going to be so blessed by our conversation this week. We are at the end of a school year, you guys, and it's summertime, and we are all trying to figure out what do we do now, right? What do you do in the summertime? How does this homeschool thing work? What do we do? How do we wrap up the school year? And so Alicia is here to help walk us through some of these things, and you are going to be so blessed by my conversation with her. But before we get into that, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you guys want help managing your homeschool on a day-to-day basis, and you're trying to figure out how to do that through the summer, go to bjupresshomeschool.com and visit their new homeschool hub. It can truly simplify things for you. You'll be able to see your child's workload, document grades, modify schedules, and more. They have the resource that is needed for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit bjupresshomeschool.com to see how the hub can change your homeschooling. Well, Alicia, welcome to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad to have you with me this week. It's been so fun chatting with you and getting to know you a little bit before we've started recording. Introduce yourself to our audience. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, My name is Alicia Hutchinson. I am a mom to four. We've been homeschooling for about 15 years. Uh, We live in Minnesota and uh, we have been homeschooling pretty much from the beginning. My oldest is 21 and so he's graduated. He's gone all the way through my homeschool and uh, my second is a junior in high school. So he's got uh, just a little bit of one year left and then his senior year. And then my third child is my daughter and she is 15. She's a freshman in high school. And then my uh, little bookend, Vera, is nine. And so she is just finishing her fourth grade year. And, um, you know, I they my mom always told me that when your kids get into high school, Alicia, just hold on to your hat because it goes so fast, mm-hmm. so much faster than those young elementary years. And, you know, kind of with some of that advice that your mom gives you, you think, well, maybe, I don't know. But it's so true. And uh, so I've I've found with my three older kids that it does go so fast. And so with my youngest, I'm just trying to, you know, savor every minute of the elementary experience. And um, I just thank God for her all the time because I kind of feel like I get to do some of these fun things that I did with the older kids again. And um, but high school is also fun. And so uh, I don't want to deter parents from that. It's it's fast, but it's fun. Um, and yeah, it's it's been just the most unbelievable experience that I never knew I wanted. I never grew up <laughs> wanting to be a homeschool mom. I never yeah. really uh, anticipated being a mom. That was just nothing that was ever, you know, that I dreamed about as a little girl. Um, I wanted to have like a big fancy career in a big fancy city. And that was what I thought I wanted. And um, God had much different plans for me. Um, But it was, as always, much better than I ever could have dreamt for my own life. And so uh, here we are. It's been about 15 years and I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change a thing. It's been amazing. So cool. I love that it was was an unexpected experience for you as it has been for most of us. I mean, I would Mm -hmm. say the large majority of homeschool families, we never planned to homeschool. And it's so funny now looking back to, uh, I, I, I've i shared this, I realized, you know, several months ago that this is my 30 year high school and uh, 
anniversary. It's been 30 years since I graduated high school, which sounds so ridiculous to me. I'm like, how? I am not that old. That just sounds so ridiculous. But you think back to when you filled out your your yearbook, you know, and all of your friends sign their name and we'll be friends forever. And you have your idea of what life is going to look like. Because of course, every 18-year-old knows everything and they have their whole life planned out ahead of them and they know exactly what they're going to do. And, and then you realize you don't know anything at all. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> God is going to do beyond what you could ever imagine. And it's going to be completely different than what you ever thought would happen in your life. And so homeschooling really is fun. And it's kind of a fun, unexpected thing, like you said. I I mean, it just, I love that the Lord brings us uh, to a place where we have to be completely dependent on Him in parenting and in homeschooling and in marriage and all the things for Him to show Himself and to show off, because that's really Mm -hmm. what He does, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You talk about the teen years going so fast and, oh, oh, how, 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 how does that happen? It, it is shocking how quickly it goes. So talk about how your homeschool journey started. Why did you even start this in the first place? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll back up a little bit because uh, I, I do f- I, I share this story uh, because I obviously think testimonies are just such a, a fun way to share the gospel, but also yeah. because uh, for any homeschool or potential homeschool mom out there that thinks that this isn't me or I couldn't do this. Um, I was a, a very young mom. I, I always joke that I was graduated from high school for about five minutes when I found out that I was <laughs> pregnant with my first child. Um, but uh, at the time, of course, I thought my life was over. I thought that uh, any dreams that I had were were crushed. And I just, you know, I was never mad at God. I, I knew that I had made choices and I had um, made the decisions that I had and uh, you know I was dealing with those decisions and um, I uh, you know so I wasn't angry I just was very confused and just felt very lost like more lost than I ever had well and it was because I wasn't a believer and during that time of pregnancy was when um, God saved me and I just it was almost it was almost like a a, a, a pursuit that I could feel like there was things that um, were light bulbs going off in my brain almost every day during those nine months and um, things that I was, you know, when the, when the light bulb goes on and when you finally understand something, I felt like I was having those little moments almost every day during that pregnancy. And uh, some, at some point in, in that nine months, uh, I, I, I repented. I asked God to. Um, I I asked God to be my sa- the savior of my life, and it was um, it was just such an emotional time. I mean, pregnancy is anyway, sure. uh, but it was it was just such an amazing time. And I just remember, well, this has been crazy. Um, but uh, it, and and my husband and I also got engaged during that time. But um, you know. In the back of my mind, I just wasn't, I, I just hadn't really thought about the, like the logistics of the baby piece. Like wh- where would, <laughs> how would, you know, what's this going to look like when this baby is here? So I just thought, well, I'll continue. You know, I was already going to college. It was my freshman year. And I thought, well, I'll just continue going to college and uh, I'll probably have, a, you know, a career of some sort after I graduate from college or whatever. 
And uh, it was, I mean, really, basically the moment that I had my son Noah. And you know how they throw that baby up on your chest, which was totally yeah. a, a shock to me. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This is like a movie. <laughs> He's real. Um, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, wow. And I just remember like tears coming down. And I looked at my husband and tears were coming down his face too. And I looked at him and I just said, I hope this is okay, but I can't, I'm not going back to work. And, um, you know, he, of course, we were just so young and I, like, we, we were like, you know, so young. And he said, okay, that's fine. But I'm sure he was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what are we going to, like, we have no money or, you know, two college kids. And um, I just, you know, the Lord has just worked everything out. Um it hasn't always been easy. There's definitely been uh, just, you know, struggles like everybody has, right? But um, that was kind of the beginnings. And just, I, I do really feel like it was just God changing my heart, like incrementally changing my heart and just, you know, growing and sanctifying and all of that good stuff. But um, then it came time to, uh, you know, send this precious child to kindergarten. And I mean, he had changed my life. I, you know, we, I was fully like immersed in motherhood and it was just like, it just blew my mind. I didn't know that this was part of me. I didn't know that I would enjoy taking care of my house. I mean, my gosh, that seemed so boring when I was growing up, <laughs> but, um, you know, my mom stayed home with me. So I just, I don't know. I just kind of poo-pooed the idea like that that just sounds boring to me but i i loved taking care of my house i loved having you know my little boy home with me and taking him to the park and doing you know fun little arts and crafts and stuff like that and so when the year that he was supposed to go to kindergarten all of the public schools switched from half day kindergarten to full day kindergarten and it just broke my heart because i thought okay so i'm supposed to take this 5 year old who I've really barely spent any time apart from and and take him to the school all day long. And I mean, he was still taking naps some days. And so I, you know, I talked to my husband about it and we decided to send him to a, there was like one tiny little Lutheran school. And uh, we sent him there for his kindergarten year. And he got some kind of virus during his kindergarten year and uh, he missed two weeks of school. And I went and picked up his stuff at the end of the week, the first week, and even sick, he finished this stack of worksheets in about five minutes. And yeah. I thought, <laughs> uh, really? And and I, I don't mean to, like, he had the best teacher. She'd been teaching for a hundred years. She was so sweet. She taught him to read. Uh, and, and she was just the sweetest person on earth and uh, a, a Christian woman. And then, um, and it was great. It was only, I think like nine or 10 kids in his class, but that happened two weeks in a row that he, I went and picked up his stuff and he was finished in five minutes. And I finally, finally, after uh, some convincing my husband, we didn't have really any uh, experience with homeschooling. We didn't know anybody that homeschooled. We definitely thought it was weird. I did too, but I thought, well, we don't have to be weird. We can. <laughs> be fun homeschoolers and whatever, yeah. but we didn't know anyone. So I see people do that now, right? Like, oh, homeschoolers are so unsocialized and uh, they don't know how to 
function in society. And I just kind of roll my eyes like, you don't know any homeschoolers, but that was me. You know, that was me too. So, uh, so yeah, he, he and I decided we'll try it for one year. And, uh, I was pregnant with my third baby by that time that was in 2008. And so I was pregnant with my third baby and, uh, my husband was a little worried, just, you know, it's a lot to take on the whole academic life of a child, even being a first grader. And so he was a little worried, you know, how are you going to be able to handle this? And I was like, well, we'll try it for a year. We'll see how it goes. And, uh, now, you know, I just can't imagine, I can't imagine doing it any other way. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Alicia. Um, I love that story. I love that you were like the most unlikely homeschooler. Like I felt like I was an unlikely homeschooler getting into this, but I was 31 when my daughter was born, not 19. And I, I, one of, one of my good friends, she was a very, very young mom. She was a teen mom and she is one of the best homeschool moms, one of the best moms I probably have ever known. And so it doesn't even matter your age. It just matters whether or not you're willing to say yes. Right. And answer this call that God puts on you and God equips us to do what he's called us to do. So you've been doing this now for 15 years and talk through kind of that, you know, we're at the end of the year now, it's summertime. People are trying to figure out how do I tie up the year academically? What do I do in the summertime? How do I plan for the next year? We have so many new homeschool moms who are listening to the podcast now, and um, they're just like, I don't know what to do. And, and maybe even moms who have never homeschooled, their kids are just going into kindergarten next year and, and they just don't know what to do. And so I want to talk a little bit about organization. Um, but first I want to focus a little bit on the end of the year. How do you tie up the end of the year when it's all said and done, you know, you close out that grade and you're preparing to move on to the next year. How do you do that with your family? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that what I always do is when it's fresh in my mind, when we've just finished our homeschool year, I like to do just a, just a word document, just a, just a year kind of wrap up. So uh, for each kid or for however you want to structure it, I just write down books we read together, topics that we studied, field trips we went on, activities, accomplishments that the kids had, uh, just anything that I really want to remember. And it's a really good, uh, it's a really good tool because if you homeschool for a long time, or if you have a long stretch of kids, 
you do forget what you've done. And uh, and it's good. So right now with my fourth grader, I'm looking back at those sheets like, oh, that's right. I, I haven't done uh, X, Y, Z with her yet. Like I did with my older kids. I kind of forgot about that. So uh, that's, that's a good thing that uh, I like to use. It's a good tool. So I take that. Uh, it's just, I kind of call it my homeschool year wrap up sheet. And I have one of those just for the whole homeschool year. And at the end of the homeschool year, I also like to, if you have a high schooler, to update their transcript. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's much easier, as you probably know, to update the transcript every year instead of trying to remember everything when you have a junior in high school that's applying for colleges (laughs) or a senior that's applying for colleges. It's really hard to remember all the courses that they took and the credits and everything. And sometimes they need those for jobs. So it's it's good to have that ready to go so you can print it out and you know just have it at, at the ready. Uh, so that's the other thing that I do. And then I like to, I'm not a big saver. I don't save a ton of, of the work, but I do like to put together just a really simple portfolio for each of my kids. Maybe they did a lap book. Maybe they wrote some really good reports or... Maybe they have like, a, um, you know, some artwork that they did that was really special. And I'll just toss like a lot of the stuff that's just everyday, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that's not super important, but I'll take a handful of those really good, that really good work to kind of create a portfolio. And it's nothing fancy. I just take a 12 by 18 sheet of construction paper and I fold it in half and I put those papers in there and then I just tie them up with a string. And then I have a tote for each of my kids. Hmm. And I just kind of file them in there. And I use a tote just because uh, there's like file folder boxes that right. would maybe be a little better space-wise. But I like the totes because my kids, uh, they a lot of times will use a binder and those get kind of chunky. And so a tote mm-hmm. is really nice for that. So I just kind of file it in. So they each have first, second, third, and on. Uh, so that's a really, uh, handy thing to do too. So if you ever need to find something, you just go grab it out of there. Um, and then I also take that time to purge things too, like purge the bookshelves, clear Mm. away the old, you know, just the old supplies and stuff, just to kind of have a clean slate. And then I can go enjoy summer and the schoolroom is clean and the school cabinets all cleaned out and cleared out. And those things were, that were fresh on my mind at the end of the homeschool year are recorded and it all just kind of feels organized yeah. to kind of wrap it all up. Yeah, I love that. Do you go over your year with your kids individually and say, okay, here's what we've accomplished throughout the year? Um, and maybe not so much with your, when they're younger, you don't need to do that. But with your older kids, do you do that? And then kind of help, do, do they help look forward to what needs to be done the next year? Yeah, especially with, not necessarily with my younger kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I did just have a conversation with my fourth grader about history for next year, which was really fun. But uh, no, for my high schoolers, for sure. Because, you know, I do kind of like to start talking with them about what their skills are early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Minnesota, we have the option of PSEO. So that is just basically college credits through, through a college that you can take for free. Um, I'm sure they have that in other states as well. And, uh, you know, so we kind of like can look at some of those things like, okay, what what are we doing next year? Are we going to sign up for any co-op classes? Does that make sense with kind mm-hmm. of what you need? Uh, here's your transcript. There might be some holes here or here. 
Uh, so next year, maybe we should do a foreign language or maybe next year we need another science or you might be a little light on math. And so, so they know that I'm not just arbitrarily choosing things for them to do and they're kind of involved in it too. And then I think it gives them a little bit more ownership and they're like, okay, I did see my transcript. I do yeah. see that I need this. And uh, so it just gives them some, you know, some accountability with yeah. their own education too. Sure. And then they can look back and say, oh, here's what I accomplished mm-hmm. and feel accomplished in those areas, which I think is really good for them and encourages them through the next year. And I like that you think through like what the next year is going to look like this year of all year, I made the dumbest decision. <laughs> I still am like, what was I thinking? So at the end of last school year, I signed both of my girls up for co-ops for this past year, which is great. I love these co-ops. I mean, wonderful families, you know, they both took some different, just a la carte classes, but I didn't think very clearly through the schedule. I, I kind of did them in haste uh, because we were getting ready to go on a summer trip. We were going on a big, you know, road trip to promote the movie. And it was just kind of crazy. And so I just signed them up for all these classes. And then the school year came and I was like, oh no, we then had co-op Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And it just completely wiped out our whole week. I mean, it was, it's been a really crazy year for us. And so we've been counting down the days, you know, when is it going to be over? When is it going to be over? And again, not because they're not wonderful co-ops and with wonderful people. It's just because I completely overwhelmed myself and my girls, but we had already committed to doing these, these classes. And, um, and so, yeah, it is really good to really pray through. I, it's so funny. I like do as I say, not as I do, because we talk about these things on the podcast all the time. I know better than that. And honestly, I didn't really even pray through it. I just kind of did what seemed like the right thing to do. And it really has cost us a lot of time this year. And, and while it's been good and they've taken some wonderful classes, like my oldest daughter has taken, uh, she took a creation science class this year and it was an amazing class taught by a wonderful um, godly man who, who she's like, I will always, you know, I, I will never be convinced and, you know, that we evolved from anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while it's been good things, it really has, um, been very hard for our homeschooling this past year. Um, so yeah, it's good to think through those things and pray with your kids, pray through the whole process of what the next year will look like and involve them. And that, I think that's so important. Um, we're out of time already, but we're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to talk more about organization, wrapping up the school year, what summer can look like for your family and just some fun things that you can do uh, during the summertime. But before we do that, um, Alicia, tell our listeners where they can find out more about you and your ministry. Yeah. So you can find me at aliciahutchinson.com or over at Alicia's on Instagram. I also have a, a homeschooling account on Instagram too. That's at learning well. Okay. Sounds great. We'll put those links, of course, in the show notes because we always do to make it easy for you guys. If you have not yet signed up for the Schoolhouse Rocked newsletter, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Keep in touch with what we're doing and where we're going. And also, if you've not yet seen the movie, Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution, you can get that through the website as well. And it's free. You guys can stream it for free. Share that with your friends and family. That's a great thing to watch during the summertime just to encourage you um, as you're getting ready for this next school year. Have a great rest of your afternoon. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. 
We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.